I'm Anna Tonk. Welcome to How to Be Human, a podcast that explores the common and often confusing themes of humanness. Hi, hi, hi. It feels weird to intro myself, but today, episode 75, is a little bit of an update, a little bit where I'm at, and advice. And I appreciate all of you who commented on the Instagram, who DM'd me, who left messages. I loved hearing from y'all. I loved hearing what you had to say. I can't even tell you how happy it makes me when y'all talk to me because I want to know what you're thinking about. I want to know what's relevant to you. So I super appreciate it. Please enjoy episode 75, Advice. I was about to say hello, everybody, as if you're like all gathered here, but you're not, even if that's what I like to imagine sometimes. So this episode, yes, has a point, but it I'm also making some announcements, I guess. So first order of business is I'm going to take a little bit of time off this summer. I don't know what that looks like just yet. I also may be having surgery. So I just hope that you can be grant me a little grace and a little patience while I figure things out. I'm also flirting with moving the podcast to seasons to make it better for you, to be honest. It's really difficult keeping up with a weekly release schedule, especially balancing life and being a person and having other work and stuff like that. And to be honest, I just want to make it better. I don't feel like I get enough time with the material. I don't feel like I'm showing up as fully as I would like to. And the thing that I just keep kind of coming back to, I've learned a lot in uh, previous guests and still my writing teacher's class uh, came Divine's class, Divine's class, Divine, (laughs) Divine, that really for, I've resisted this lesson my entire life, you know, and it's part of what kind of inspired me to, to do this episode, that thing, for things to be the way that I want them to be, to be on the level I would like them to be, to be the quality I would like them to be, to be able to foster the connection that I am, you know, putting something out into the ether hoping for, it needs like quadruple the amount of time than I think it does. So I'm trying to learn from the past. I'm trying to take some of my own advice, the advice that's been given to me, um, you know, to sort of slow down and see if that doesn't, um, create the changes I want to see. So what is, so that's a little bit, I'll keep you posted. I will probably, I don't know how I'll keep you posted, but I assure you that I will, you know, whether that is via the pod or on Instagram or the Substack, I will keep you posted on what the plan is. Um, and when you can expect either new episodes or a new season or when I'll officially be on break. I don't know yet because I'm, to be honest, it's up in the air, you know, in the sense of, I don't know when I'm going to have surgery. I just know it's probably going to be in June. So you will know when I know I, but I didn't want it to come as some big surprise. Not that y'all are all that invested, to be honest. I mean, it's not like, you know, people are going to like be weeping at their desks, weeping in their cars that they don't have me and how to be human to keep them company on a Tuesday. But I'm also, you you know, going to do, I think, some remixes with old, you know, episodes and stuff. So I promise 
it will still be wonderful. And I always appreciate that you're on this journey with me. So today, what am I talking about? I'm on my own today, but really that's because y'all are with me. Today, I am talking about advice. So what is advice? It is guidance or recommendations offered with regard to prudent future action. I like that the example is she visited the island on her doctor's advice. And I put the ask out to y'all on Instagram. I just asked what your advice thoughts were and I because I was curious. So I want to read you what some of y'all said. Kate with this is temporary in regards to both great and awful feelings has helped me really connect to the present moment since hearing it. Yes, yes, yes. I super agree with that. Michael wrote, if nothing changes, then nothing changes. I replied to that. A truly annoyingly accurate advice classic. I say this to myself when magical thinking is very appealing and I stand by it. It's true. If nothing changes, then nothing changes. And it can be one of those really tough. I the, the If nothing changes, nothing changes has been tough for me when I really didn't want to look at myself and the part that I was playing in whatever I was bemoaning. Okay, plain cheerio. Worst advice. Warning, hot take. You can't control the situation, but you can control your feelings. Reasons why this is bad advice. I really appreciate playing Terry that you were like <laughs> making a case for me. It is not always easy to just be happy or positive about a situation. Often in bad situations, depression sets in that you can't just get out of. I also often see this used to make people stop hurting, but we cannot rush the healing process or make someone stop hurting before they are ready. This can be a great example of toxic positivity, encouraging people to put on a smile and stop feeling bad about a situation. A good alternative to this would be to encourage someone that it will eventually come to an end and that they can feel all their feelings, not just have a happy look outlook on everything. Yeah, I agree. I also think the idea... I mean, I think, you know, like all these things, like something I've been thinking about a lot is that we like tidy things, but also life isn't particularly tidy. You know, we we like these tidy cliches. We like these tidy little bites and morsels of advice and nuggets and stuff like that. And, you know, I think that they can be really helpful if you're spiraling or things feel really overwhelming to sort of like snap to like that's something I like about the like nothing changes if nothing changes is like when you're sort of spiraling like that can help you kind of come to center and go okay if I want change then change has to happen on the flip side of that it's like we have these things like you can't control the situation but you can control your feelings I mean yeah, maybe you can. Like, can we? I don't really know that I buy that we can control our feelings. You can maybe control your perspective. You can reframe things. You can do all this. But like, if you're angry, for example, like someone saying control your anger, what does that do? It throws gas on it, you know? So I do think it's one of those tricky ones. This to me feels like in the same category of don't take it personally. <laughs> you know, I feel like so many times when somebody said, don't take it personally, I've been like, yeah, but it personally affects me. So feel you, feel you, feel you. Another, this, the Sarah squared, worst advice. Love will find you when you least expect it. Good love is easy. Y'all finding a partner community takes work. You have to put in the effort to meet folks and be a, a good reciprocator. Yes, yes, yes. 
agree with that. Mary Charles, uh, Charles, Charles, I'm not sure. I don't even know if I should be naming these people. They maybe didn't know I was going to do this. My mom always says, you drive your own life. It's our own GPS, our own destination, our own ride. And I think that's swell. I do too, Mary. And I also think it's swell. You use the word swell. Jack A. Rowe, don't be someone who gives constant unsolicited advice so much that you become the problem. Yes. So something I was told many moons ago was unsolicited advice is criticism. And that really like took me by surprise because I think a way that we often demonstrate care or want to connect with someone is unsolicited advice. But I read a New York Times article recently where someone said like the what their sister did who taught I was going to say preschool, but I think it was uh, maybe grammar, uh, elementary school. But little kids said that they will ask, do you need advice to vent or a hug? And years ago, I started to try to build in a little bit of pause myself to quit just being like, blah, 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 blah. And I'm terrible about it with my little brother. Like, that's definitely somewhere I I have to work on it. Like, he literally just told me today that his lymph nodes were swollen. And I was like, you should go to urgent care, da, 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 da. Like, before even, like, before even, you know, asked anything of like, do you feel okay? I was like, strep's going around. I know he's prone to it. And just immediately went into advice mode. He didn't need that. He's a grown ass man. He knows what to do if he doesn't feel well. I mean, but does he? Um, no, he does. And it is really difficult, I think, to ask people to stop our, you know, to to realize that even though what we're often trying to do is demonstrate love and care and say to someone, I hear you, I, you know, I hear what you say, and I'm trying to demonstrate I take it seriously by giving this advice. I th- I would think nine times out of 10, that's what we're trying to do. Of course, there are the people who, you know, it's ego, or they really think they know, or they're enjoying that you're asking them, you know, like people who think it's a power play or some stuff. Yes, I hold space that there are the people with maybe more nefarious, various thoughts around advice. But I think most people are trying to say, I hear this tension or upset or pain and I want to meet it with with solution because I care about you. I, And yet it goes awry almost every time. I think most of us feel judged or criticized. It doesn't feel good. So I agree, Jack A. Rowe, we all should be aware of being constant, unsolicited advice giver. Folk Me Softly, what an incredible name or username. When you look outward and all you see is darkness, look within, you are the light, it's inside you. That's beautiful. And I think that's true. I would read this a little bit as, you know, there's always goodness available to us, whether that's in life or in ourselves. And I don't really, I mean, like, I also think that, I don't know if it's social media or cultural shift or what, but everything has gotten into being like these absolutisms or like everything has to work for every situation. And I think very few things or people are 
all good or very few things or people are all bad. And so I do think when things maybe feel all bad, that this advice is great, that you can look within and find goodness or light within yourself. Long view healing arts. I distance myself from people that constantly give unsolicited advice. It's like getting puked on every time I'm around them. I don't want it and I just don't give it. That is good. My friend Alwyn was one of the first people I ever met who said, I do not want advice. And I was like, oh, wow, like we can do that. We can say that. I thought that was really wild and it's true. And I, it's something I practice now more in my own life because it, I find it can, it almost like overwhelms and sort of short circuits my brain, especially about something I'm really overwhelmed or um, stressed about. So especially if I don't feel the person maybe has a full sense of what I'm discussing. So another good reason for us all to maybe cultivate some agency, if like you're not in a receptive to advice space, it is worth it to say that to people and say like, no advice, please. I mean, this is kind of, I don't know that this is advice, but I liked what Jackie Rose said. If you dare search or type certain words while seeking your own way or advice, the algorithm beast will immediately start spitting out every social media armchair expert on that topic and setting your victim of being influenced into a certain perception. It's all very dark how social media really fucks with the mind. I agree with that. I think you have to be really mindful of questioning sources and expertise of, you know, what does this person know about this? Is it anecdotal? Something I see that's happening really rampantly these days is like one thing worked for one person and then they're sort of, they're applying it to everybody and saying like they have some solution or they, they know the way or whatever. So it is always really mindful to question, I think, people's motives or how does this person benefit from this? With so many of the kind of like passive income, you know, self-paced courses kind of pipeline. There are a lot of people that benefit off of us believing there's things wrong with us. Wellness in general is 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 a business and industry that is predicated upon us all thinking we're fucked up and flawed and need fixing. So anytime you go looking for for advice or for you know research information anything be really mindful of that you know like ask like you know like people should be cool with answering questions they should be okay with citing sources or giving education things like that and if they're not maybe they just want your money and it's okay if you feel a little you know maybe cynical about that I think it's worth really investigating Rora J B uh, hurt people hurt people remind myself of this daily yeah I yeah I guess they do um but also that's one of those kind of like that don't take things personally that I'm like yes hurt people hurt people but they have hurt me <laughs> where it almost just feels like an excuse you know but it's true I mean it, it, it okay it qualifies as advice no pain, no gain, fill it up and down. Yep. True. I don't know. I think I've been thinking about no pain, no gain lately because I think I'm someone who gets really caught up in sacrifice and punishment. You know, like I have to really work for something. I have to sacrifice and like all this stuff. And like, do we, I don't know. Like I don't expect everything to be easy and, you know, get delivered wrapped in a bow, but I don't know. 
I'd be curious what other people think about that. Let me know. What do you think? Okay, Karen Starr. I'm not sure if this is advice, so to speak, but it's been said to me in an advice kind of way, you're only as happy as your unhappiest child. I feel this is terrible. It puts so much pressure on the child. Look, the parent can't hold space or handle their pain. It encourages, I think she means codependency, but said co-decency. It's like, I'm not okay if you're not okay. Yeah, I agree with that. I also think mothers worry about their children in ways that if you're not a mom, you just can't fathom from what I hear and how many people come. You know, I have a lot of moms come to me for readings and a lot of their readings are about their kids and they're not... um they're not worrying about them in a creepy way. They're worrying about them because it's extend it's an extension of their heart outside their body, you know? So I feel like this is one of those that um we maybe shouldn't be saying a sweeping advice, you know, like there's nuance to this for me. And then I agree with what Karen is saying is like, yeah, that's crappy. Like you can't expect children to give you happiness or to not be upset so that you can be happy. But I also think like I'm 42 and my mom still incredibly worries about me. Like, I just don't think it's, I, I think in some ways we should just like also acknowledge the pressure that is on moms that I think most moms never know peace after they have had a child. Um, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I haven't had no babies. I don't know. Uh, Emily Brock DM'd me. And I really liked this best piece of advice I've ever gotten that everything in life needs purpose. Take time to just enjoy things or you are more than the bad things that happen to you. And both of those are real gems. And when I myself started, um, you know, doing things more just to enjoy them, it really upped my quality of life. Saudong DM'd, never go to bed angry at your spouse. Worst advice ever. If I'm in a state of fight or flight, how am I going to set aside my biological symptoms to lie next to you? I, I'm not really laughing, but like, yes, that's it. I got to say, uh, Sal Dog, like you are a person after my own heart because yeah, ex- I, I so agree with this. This is like, I mean, part of why I'm not married. I'm just like, yeah, I, this, a lot of this like befuddles me. The best thing I have found in marriage is sometimes you may need a night or two on the couch or in the spare bedroom to collect yourself over big arguments. That's quite frankly where the term sleep on it comes from to problem solve in your subconscious mind. I've been married 20 years and I'm just now figuring this out with my spouse. Thank gosh we didn't kill each other. Saldon, thank you for your honesty and what an excellent little nugget of advice there. Okay. And then I felt like I had some more. There we go. Best advice I've given and one that I follow at work is just because you can do it doesn't mean you should. Excellent advice. Yeah. It's one I think about a lot. It's one I think about a lot, to be honest, as well. When I see also weird flavor innovations, like just because we can make, you know, an ice cream sundae Pop-Tart, like, should we? But I also think about this way with startups. Like, I recently went to an event at a startup and the shit that they were trying to repackage and sell, I was just like, yeah, just because you can raise the money, just because you can put this out in the world, should you? 
Excellent advice. Okay. From JT Sparkles. I like pretending people's like usernames are their real names. You know, like, ah, yes. Good old JT Sparkles here. Tomorrow isn't the rest of your life. That's a good one. I really enjoy that. I think some of the best advice I've been given my grandmom used to say, now, Anna, we don't marry the first man that asks us to dance. And that was a lot about taking your time and making decisions in good time. My mom is famous for saying life is high school with money. And that's not really advice, but I think of it as advice sometimes, especially when I'm like, shouldn't this person be acting like more of a grown up? Well, life is high school with money. We are all essentially somewhere between being toddlers and teenagers, I think at most of the times. But I've been thinking a lot, though, about my own relationship with advice and how often I have sought outside counsel. And it's both been such a source of comfort and provided so much direction. And it's also been such a tension point. And I think it's been tension when I have been, I think, just talking and probably venting or or literally just like maybe bringing somebody up to speed or whatever, and they immediately went into advice mode. And I think that that's something for myself and especially as I deal kind of with like all this medical stuff, which I probably will make an episode about later. But to be honest, I'm too in the thick of it to do it right now. But a lot, I would say, of the advice that I get about business and career is truly terrible. I have a few people, I always call her my old boss, and yet I haven't worked for Steph since like 2007. But Steph has always been a great advisor for me for career things. And I have some different people for different stuff. But it's just so interesting how often advice can be this way that we also like our emotions get involved because I think we use it as well as this mirror to be like, I want to have it reflected to me. Like how well does this person know me or care for me or something like that? Maybe that's just me. But I think often like what I felt in my career when someone was like, Oh, you know what you should do is I was like, you don't know me. (laughs) Or I have felt like, you know, when they say like, Oh, I saw so-and-so on Instagram and you know, why don't you be like more like her? Or I get this a lot like you know it makes me laugh sometimes like you know like my mom will listen to like this American life or whatever and be like your pod should be like that and I'm like oh like one of the greatest and most longest standing podcasts sure thing (laughs) you know so you just have to laugh and remember that like most of the time people are doing the best they can they're using their own reference and it's just this opportunity just like criticism and projection and all these things say so much more about the person saying it. I think what I've arrived at is advice is 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 the same thing. What the advice that people give you has so much more to do with the person who's giving it than the person who's receiving it. And something that people talked about and I'm also going to some of you left me messages and that's what's going to take us out of the episode so we'll get to those in a minute. But 
I think what was interesting for me in putting this episode together is like what was really emphasized to me is and what we should all be striving to do. The best advice is advice that really considers the person you're giving it to. Sounds obvious, but how often are we doing that? So the next time you're tempted to give advice or the next time you want to, you know, pop off, I'm saying this as much to you. I mean, I'm saying this as much to me as I am to you. Let's ask ourselves, one, does this person really want it or do they want to vent or maybe do they want comfort? And also, am I really thinking about them? Am I really thinking about their life? Am I really thinking about what they're up against? Am I thinking about, you know, the resources they have available to them? Am I thinking about the support they have to them? And I'm not saying you have to be like perfect. You have to do this like really, you know, 360 view of someone before you give some advice. If they're open to it and, and, want to hear your advice, I think it's fair, like, you know, friends of mine who I know are maybe a little bit, you know, pressed for cash, I don't give them super expensive advice, you know? I don't say, like, oh, you should go see this person who's a $1,000 a session. No, because that that's pointless. Like, why am I going to give them something that's outside their reach, you know? I'm saying having that kind of general awareness of really, like, this is your friend, you know their life, or, the, or your family, or whoever, but it's someone that you're close to. So, so, have that in mind, you know, that that seems to be what the best advice is. So also the passive aggressive advice didn't really touch on that. But I love when people get their little comments in or say like, you know what you really should do? And a million years ago, I remember when I first got kind of clued into like, don't should yourself and don't should others. And that has become a real tip off to me of I'm in territory I don't like to be in. If I'm saying should, then I might be expressing something to someone that like I'd like to say, but maybe don't know how, or I'm being a bossy boots. I'm being a know-it-all. So when I want to say should, I try to find a different word or I bring it back to myself and say, listen, if I was in your situation, this might be what I would do or whatever. And I just own it. Like maybe I don't understand their perspective and all I can really say is how I would show up. But should should be a key word to yourself that you're maybe in territory you don't want to be in. So listen to what some of our other friends had to say. I hope you enjoy this. I like to give you all little little shorties sometimes, especially since last week you had like 400 hours, JK, you had like an hour and a bit of listening. So I hope these feel sometimes like a cool breeze coming in. That's all to the recordings. I'll talk to you next week, or maybe I won't. I don't know. JK, I probably will. Hey, I'm recording this to let you know about the advice that stuck with me. I have two of them, but I first wanted to say that I love your podcast and I listen to it while driving and it gives me so many aha moments and I love it so much. Um, as for the advices, um, the first one is as someone who struggles with uh, self-abandonment, um, I picture someone who displays self-love and self-respect in what I think is self-respect. Um, someone that is related to me or like someone I love. And then think to myself before I do like major things or things that I'm kind of hesitant about. I think 
would I be embarrassed or would I shy away from telling them what I did? And if the answer was yes, then I don't think I should be doing it. And and sometimes, you know, it may sound like it's a not a positive way of thinking, but honestly, it helped me so many times because I just snap out of my patterns and the way I think and just like think from a different perspective and it helps me a lot. The second advice is never listen to anyone's opinion that I wouldn't trade places with. I'm not sure where I heard this advice, but it makes so much sense. Like it eased me a lot as a people pleaser. I'm like, this eased me a lot. Like I do not care now. Like I look at people differently. I shouldn't be listening to you. You need to go worry about your life. Seriously. I hope this helps and thank you so much. Hey Anna, I saw your post on Instagram about advice and just had to comment and share. I think the best piece of advice I've ever been given was when I was very young by a camp counselor who told me to suck the marrow out of life, which I know is a very popular quote, but it was timed right. And I think to get to your other question about what makes advice good or what makes advice worthwhile, it's someone being able to put themselves in the shoes of the individual who's receiving the advice and really empathize with them and their state of mind or or emotional state. And I think that that advice came at just the right time and in just the right package to really change how I ended up approaching life. So very grateful for that bit of advice and such a fun way to reflect on it to, to think why was it so impactful for me. Yeah, thank you. It was really nice to hear some of y'all's voices. I hope y'all enjoyed hearing that as well. Like I said, I will keep you updated on sort of the changes and things as they're coming. As I said, it's sort of out of my hands as well. I don't know what my schedule is, but I promise even if I take a little break, I won't be gone for long. So thank you as always for listening and bye.